Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the Kettlecast with your host, Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the Cast, we talk about the Hawks' 123-115 win over the Denver Nuggets. The Hawks take care of a visiting Western Conference playoff team and are able to take control of the game in the second quarter and never look back. Big games from Clint Capella and Trey Young help lift the Hawks by the Nuggets, and without further ado, let's get into it. It feels good to be able to talk about a Hawks win that was never really in doubt at the end of the game. The Hawks continued a worrying trend of continuing to be down after one quarter. The Nuggets had a 33-27 to point lead after one period, but the Hawks took control in the second quarter. The second unit did a really good job of giving the starters a break and not just kind of maintaining the difference in the game, but actually closing out the deficit a little bit. And then the starters came in and took control, and the Hawks went into halftime with a lead. The third quarter was the Trey Young show. Trey Young was spectacular in the third quarter, scoring 14 points in the period. He had five assists. He hit four three-pointers in the period, and that third quarter would really power the Hawks to the win. There are a lot of strong performances on the Hawks' side of the ball, and in a Hawks win, as it's pretty much been um, every win most recently, the Hawks shot the ball really well up and down the the roster. The Hawks were 42 of 81 from the field for 52%. They shot 35% from three, 12 of 34, and they got to the free throw line 33 times, knocking down 27 of those free throws. Strong shooting for the Hawks really makes it tough for any opponent to come in and get a win. And the Nuggets tried to get back into the game. They were down by um, almost 20, a couple points in this time in this game. And down the stretch of the game, they had some big shot making from Jamal Murray and others to hit some threes and get back into it and make it a single-digit game. But the Hawks really controlled the game. And it felt like any time that the Nuggets made a little bit of a run, especially in that fourth quarter, um, Nate McMillan, who is again coaching in place of Lloyd Pierce, who should be coaching the Hawks tomorrow against the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, called a timely timeout and was able to stop um, that run and give the Hawks a chance to breathe and, and recompose themselves. But really strong shooting up and down. The Hawks roster, I think really the only Hawks player who didn't shoot the ball well of the starters was Cam Reddish. He was 2 of 8 from the field. His two shots that he made were three-pointers, and he got to the free-throw line two times for eight points. But uh, he still is struggling to find consistency. He's going to the basket a lot more. Um, The two three-point shots he hit were catch-and-shoot, so it's good to see that he's not settling for uh, pull-up jumpers at the perimeter. But other than that, I thought Kevin Herter had a really strong game. He started the game off with a three-pointer off of a behind-the-back pass from Trey Young. And Herter has been way more uh, getting to the paint lately. He ended the game 5 of 8 from the field, 1 of 4 from three-point land. Um, And the Hawks were a – he was a team-high plus 9 out on the court for the Hawks. Herter can do a lot of things, and him being aggressive going to the basket is something that is just – he has a knack for doing it and is starting to get his way to the rim. He can really dribble. He's been lauded as a you know secondary playmaker as soon as he came in the league, and he's starting to flash some of those skills. He had one really nice drive where he got all the way to the basket for a layup, and he's really worked on getting into the paint and then elevating and hitting a little jumper in the paint. So it's really good to see Kevin Herter take advantage of his size and his ball handling ability and go into the paint. Um, John Collins actually had a little bit of a rough night shooting, but he was on the receiving end of some massive alley-oops from Trey Young. 
He hit one where Trey Young threw a left-handed pass from about, about half court, and John Collins threw it down. And he had another massive dunk where he caught an alley-oop, threw it down one-handed, and he didn't fully catch the rim, and he went down hard. It was actually a dangerous play. Uh, one of the players for the Nuggets, a rookie, Zeke Nashi, sort of pushed him in the back a little bit. And, of course, John didn't get the foul call. He ultimately had four free throw attempts against the Nuggets. But um, it was just a massive highlight dunk, one you're going to see on SportsCenter for sure. And uh, John Collins has no trouble finishing any of those shots. He ended the game with 12 points. He did have a double-double, 12 points and 11 rebounds, two of those offensive. And John had two blocks, including one just volleyball spike on a guy. Um so, you know, when John Collins and Clint Capella can play together and control the paint, um, there's not a lot that uh, the other team can do, especially because that's two offense and defensive-minded players. And it's also good to see that John Collins on a night, this is kind of two nights in a row, that last game in Boston and then this game against the Nuggets where his offense hasn't been flowing as well as it, it has in the past. He was 0-5 from three-point line on some really good looks against the Nuggets. But John never lets his energy drop. He's willing to play defense and be out there and really be a positive force for the Hawks. Speaking of Clint Capella, he played 32 minutes, 8 of 9 from the field, 6 of 8 from the free throw line, 22 points, 10 rebounds, another double-double for Clint, uh, two of those of offensive, and one block. Trying to get into the game later in the fourth quarter, the Nuggets tried to go to the hack of Capella, and Capella came down and knocked down two free throws, and that was the last time the the Nuggets tried that. Um, Capella just continues to be a very calming influence for the Hawks, and he has had a ridiculously uh, good record against Nikola Jokic, which continued f- now that he's part of the Atlanta Hawks. Finally, we talk about Trey Young. Again, just a monster third quarter. He was able to get going and really cooking, um, but Trey Young was 10 of 19 from the field, 4 of 7 from three-point land, all of those threes coming in the third quarter. 11 of 13 from the free throw line for 35 points. He had six rebounds, 15 assists, and then maybe the best part of his whole stat line. Well, those 15 assists are always going to be the best part of that stat line. I um, love seeing Trey get other players involved, but he only had three turnovers. Trey was just in complete control. It didn't really matter who the Nuggets threw on him. They uh, started with Jamal Murray on him. They went a lot to uh, Facundo Compasio. Um, off the bench, a small point guard from Europe who was really focused on not letting Trey get the ball. I thought the um, Nuggets did a good job of making their game plan in the first half, just get the ball out of Trey Young's hands and never let it come back to him. But it didn't really matter in that third quarter who they had on him. Trey had everything working, his jump shot, um, his floater was working in this game. And it seems that Trey's thro- stringing together a couple of really good shooting nights, and hopefully that can continue. If he is able to uh, mix his floater in with his three-pointers, um, it's just something that makes it very difficult on defenses to try to guard him. Um, he did have one kind of to put an exclamation point on a run for the Hawks. He came up and just pulled a deep three-pointer, and it went in. And you know when Trey's rolling like that and those deep threes look just as good as his threes right at the three-point line, he is something to see. Just all in all, a a huge uh, win for the Hawks and one that was really um, good to see them take control and then not have any sort of worry in the fourth quarter or any big run by the Nuggets to get back into this. For the Nuggets, they got a big game from Jamal Murray, 30 points, 
three of eight from three-point land and four assists. Uh, I thought that was a little bit inflated at the end of the game. The Nuggets were trying to get back, and they were just kind of pulling three-pointers as soon as they got over half court, and Jamal Murray was able to hit a couple of, the, couple of those. But coming off a 50-point performance in Cleveland, it was good to see the Hawks kind of frustrate Murray in this game. Nikola Jokic just could never get it going. He had open shots he was missing. Um, he hit some tough shots as usual. He had one just ridiculous touch pass. Um, where Jamal Murray threw it to him. Jokic didn't even really catch the ball, just touched it down to a player down by the basket who laid it in. But he finished the game 5 of 15 from the field, 2 of 5 from three-point land. Uh, The Joker had 15 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. And if you can keep Jokic from scoring 20 points, if you can keep him under 10 assists, that's huge. He's a player that can really get going and is really the engine of the Nuggets offense. So it was very encouraging to have the Hawks frustrate him and kind of not have him be any part of the game he's had massive games against the Hawks in the past he's also had games where he got frustrated last year of course in Denver Trey had a massive game but Jokic got frustrated in one game and just threw his arms down fouled Kevin Herter and broke Herter's arm so um, Jokic it's nice to see him have a frustrating game against the Hawks and the Hawks really take an MVP candidate out of his game and uh, allow the Hawks to really play play well um Kevin Porter Jr. had a nice game he only played 20 minutes but he had 10 points in those 20 minutes um he can just get to any shot he's a tall guy and he can uh shoot over anyone the Hawks had uh Cam Reddish on him a lot of the time and it didn't really bother Porter at all all, that much having Reddish on him he didn't get to play that much because of uh, what the Hawks were doing on the offensive side of the ball and Um, Porter is certainly more of an offensive threat than a defensive threat. And so the Hawks being so efficient offensively, they were able to kind of play Porter Jr. off the court. But he was very effective in the minutes that he was in. Monte Morris came off the bench and had 15 points, 6 assists, and 7 rebounds. He is one of the best backup point guards in the league. He got going and was really attacking the basket. The Nuggets seemed to put a lot of emphasis on whoever um, Trey Young was guarding to get the ball to that player and really try to punish Trey Young on the defensive end. But Trey did a good job. He had a nice uh, sequence where he was able to uh, front Jamal Murray and get a steal when they tried to get it into Murray. And he also had just a straight-up steal on Jamal Murray when Jamal Murray tried to back him in. Finally, Facundo Compazio had 16 points, two assists, and was bothersome and annoying to Trey Young the entire second half, it seemed like. Uh, the European point guard played Trey all 94 feet in that second half it felt like and was willing was really trying to get um Trey Young to get a second technical at the end of the first half Trey Young picked up a technical foul uh after the final buzzer of the second quarter because of arguing for about a foul call and uh, I thought uh, Bob and Neek really pointed out that um Facundo seemed to be trying to get Trey Young to get that second technical and get out of the game and to Trey Young's credit he didn't he didn't rise to the bait he didn't get that second technical and just took care of business and ultimately helped the Hawks secure their 13th win um the Hawks bench played really well they didn't outscore the Denver bench the Hawks uh bench scored 35 compared to Denver's 38 but they got really nice contributions from Danilo Gallinari Oneko Kongwu played his best game as a Hawk so far, and I thought this second unit of Gallo, Snell, uh, Solomon Hill, 
Double O, Aneko Kongwu, and Skylar Mays really did a good job again of um, coming in in the second quarter, giving the starters a break, and not falling behind by any more than the Hawks already were. In fact, they they closed the deficit a little bit. But Skylar Mays played um, a significant amount of minutes. He was over 12 minutes. And uh, just getting these young guys some minutes and for Okongwu to get a few minutes and really play well, he was 4 of 7 from the field, made a free throw, had 9 points, 2 rebounds, and 1 block. It's good to see him start having some really functional NBA minutes. It's tough to come in in a two or three minute stretch, get a little bit of run in, draw, pick up a few fouls because you're a rookie and you don't know what you're doing and try to get your rhythm that way. And it was really nice to see the second unit play so well that it helps when Tony Snell is on fire and cannot miss. Uh, Tony was four or five from the field, all of his shots coming behind the three point line. He had 12 points, a rebound and assist. And then Gallinari only took six shots. He was three of six from the field, one of three from three-point land. He made five uh, free throws, all five of his free throws for 12 points. He had five rebounds, three assists, two steals. I don't know who this Gallinari is. And and probably what was the funniest moment of this entire game, Gallinari got the ball, takes his uh, defender on one-on-one, goes to the basket. First of all, he tries to draw a foul, does uh, a pump fake, the defender doesn't go for it. Gallinari goes up. The defender blocks the ball. Uh, Danilo grabs the ball, continues dribbling, throws the ball off the backboard like this is some sort of and-one mixtape, gets his own rebound, and then goes up and gets fouled and is able to make the two free throws. I, I don't know. Danilo's primarily played the five and uh, you know center and power forward for the Hawks. I don't know what got into him that made him like attack the basket and... Uh, go off the backboard, which actually is an illegal play in the NBA, but the officials let it go. Um, but to see Danilo, Gar- Danilo Gallinari just, you know, have the audacity to even attempt that play gives me a lot of confidence and uh, was just a lot of fun. You know, that there's not been that sort of uh, irrational confidence around the Hawks um, so far this season. And so to see Danilo put that out there and really have fun and throw it off the backboard First of all, you should just go look at that play. It is one of the most just audacious plays I've seen in the NBA so far. But uh, just ton of fun. For Danilo to have a nice and efficient game, 3 of 6. He's normally been shooting about 10 or 12 shots a game. But to be really efficient and for his uh, second unit teammates, including Neko Kongwu and Tony Snell, to really kind of take some of the pressure off of Danilo was huge. And that second unit, again, I thought did a really nice job of letting the starters get catch their breath, take take a minute off, and then come in. And that third quarter, woo, Trey Young went off. And um, so really big win for the Hawks. They're now 13-17 and 17 on the year, and they have six more games before the All-Star break, which, of course, is in Atlanta this year. Um, the Hawks have a pretty brutal back-to-back. They play the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland tomorrow, and then they play – the Boston Celtics again the third time in eight days in Atlanta um, for their last matchup with the Boston Celtics so hopefully they're able to keep some momentum with this big win I think the Hawks have certainly been playing a little bit more uh, good team basketball of late and hopefully they're able to carry that on through at least through this next back-to-back go Hawks
Thank you for catching this episode of the Kettlecast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. And if you can leave a rating or review on whatever platform you use to get your podcast, that is a huge help to me in the Kettlecast. Go Hawks!